After some of the comments that Coach Satterfield made this past Thursday regarding quarterback Luke Doty and South Carolina's offensive line, is there some cause for concern? Our Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show as always for daily headlines and potential storylines on your favorite South Carolina Gamecock sports teams. I'm your host, Andrew Lyon, and as always, thank you for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts daily. All right, y'all. So for today's show, I got to start off with a real quick confession. Um... Now, as y'all have known, for those of you who have watched this show for a while now, I tried to be pretty realistic and honest in terms of my assessment with South Carolina's football program. That goes for the coaching staff all the way down to the players and their individual performances in certain games or throughout their careers. But I will admit, obviously, I am a South Carolina graduate. I am a lifelong fan of South Carolina. And because of that, I can be guilty sometimes of letting my own emotions get the best of me and sort of maybe wear some garden black tinted glasses in terms of making opinions on South Carolina sports teams. And I will admit that has been the case with Spencer Rattler and this offensive line a little bit this offseason. Now, I definitely do think there's potential for both of these units or the offensive line unit and Spencer Rattler to perform at higher levels in 2022. But obviously, that's the way that most, you know, media personalities for certain teams and pundits or fans are going to act like during an offseason. But this past Thursday... Coach Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator for South Carolina, held a press conference with the media for about 13-ish minutes or so, talking a variety of different topics on South Carolina's offense. But this past Thursday, offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield made some comments to the media who attended his press conference that, I have to admit myself, was pretty concerning. And I'm going to get into all of that today in the first two segments of the show. And then at the end, I'll talk about Coach Mark Stoops and his beef with Shane Beam, or at least supposed beef, I guess, is the best way to term it. So let's get on into the comments I'm referring to with Coach Marcus Satterfield. So the first comment that I am talking about is in regards to when Coach Satterfield was asked about what his expectations were for the offense this upcoming season. And using some sound bites from the South Carolina Gamecocks YouTube channel, this was the sound bite that I got regarding his answer to this question. Uh, first of all, you know, we're going to take care of the football and we've got to be explosive. Uh, we've got to be explosive in the passing game. And how you do that, like we talked earlier, we got to be good at pass protection. So we got to be unique. We can't just do what we've always done and have one pass protection, drop back and throw it 50 times. We have to be unique in how we protect our edges, protect certain people create different pockets, different launch points. But uh, you know, I think the one thing that we've been stressing this whole camp is just take care of the ball. I mean, we had a chance to be plus 10 turnover margin last year. Uh, as many takeaways as our defense got, but we just kept turning the ball over. So our guys have done a really nice job uh, to that thus far. And I think if we do that and, and we can protect the pocket, protect the pass, we have a chance to, to be pretty good. All right. Now, obviously, that was a pretty long answer that Coach Satterfield had to this question regarding the offense's expectations heading into 2022. But there's one part 
that stuck out to me more than anything else in his answer. And that was the mention of being unique about pass protection. Now, there's one way to interpret this answer, which is an outcome that the Gamecock faithful should hope is not the case. And that is Satterfield giving potentially a coded message that this offensive line is going to struggle in pass protection again this upcoming fall. Now, I know what some of you are thinking right now. Some of you are sitting there and saying, Andrew, you're reading way too much into this. And even if you have some good logic behind your interpretation, you're making a mountain out of a molehill right here. And admittedly, you could be right if you're a part of that crowd. I could be making a storyline out of nothing here. Heck, back on my show on July 11th this summer, I even said that this offensive line would be better in 2022 considering all the circumstances. But the second comment from Coach Satterfield in this press conference regarding Luke Doty is what really opened my eyes here. So here's another soundbite from the press conference regarding this answer. Take a listen to what Coach Satterfield had to say here. Shane was real complimentary of Luke Doty at the scrimmage and how he's taken another step as a quarterback. Just what have you seen from him? Uh, you know, it's year two. It's like we say all the time, he's been in this offense now for two years, so he should improve. And uh, he's done a really nice job of getting the ball out on time. He understands protections. He understands the verbiage of the offense. He understands why we're doing things. Uh, so he's done a really nice job of, of getting completions and making sure we're getting in and out of the right place, uh, you know, which is an improvement from where he was this time last year, obviously just because of the experience that he got last year. So I look forward to him just keep competing and comp- competing because we're going to need him to win games this year at some point, and that's how he's approaching it. And uh, he's doing a really, really nice job, which we're not surprised. Now this comment here, when combined with the one I mentioned earlier, should have Gamecock fans worried a little bit here. With this comment, Satterfield mentioned as a part of his answer, word for word, quote, we're going to need him, him referring to Luke Doty, to win football games at some point this season. Now, when I hear this comment, there's a couple of things that are going through my mind here. The first thing is that There may be a problem with this offense right now that is not full-blown public knowledge. And with Doty being a quarterback and the skill set he has, there could be a couple of issues that would require Doty to have to step in and play for the Gamecocks. The first situation could be inconsistent quarterback play from Spencer Rattler. And the reason I even bring up this point is because Satterfield mentioned Doty is getting the ball out on time. He understands the protections and the verbiage. It doesn't mean Rattler isn't doing a good job. But considering that Beamer spoke glowingly after the first scrimmage about Luke Doty, it doesn't seem like that this stuff is being said just to keep Doty happy and quote-unquote recruit him to stay on the team and not transfer. And another scenario that could be at play here are the offensive line struggles from last year carrying over into this season regarding pass protection, meaning either Rattler could get banged up because the pass protection is still that bad, or Doty offers the best skill set to offset the pass protection deficiencies and because of that would make Doty the number one option in the quarterback room. Now, I'm going to continue this discussion with both of these talking points in just a few moments because I think it's really important for us to have a conversation about 
these comments regarding South Carolina's offense, which this entire season could hinge upon. But before I do get into all of that, I do need to talk to y'all about our friends over at Bet Online. Now, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out on all of your betting needs. You can find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games, along with reviews and news of every league, including the NFL, where you can't bet on preseason games right now. College football, BetOnline's win total over under for South Carolina is set at six and a half games as of this recording. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, combat sports, golf, and even esports are included as well. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information, including live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered in all facets. So be sure to head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn the latest about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. Thanks again for making us your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey college football insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season all in one spot. So search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's continue this discussion regarding these comments that Marcus Satterfield made at his press conference this last Thursday regarding the offensive line's pass protection and quarterback Luke Doty. Now, based on the second comment that he made regarding Luke Doty and how they'll, quote, need him to win games in 2022, could this mean Rattler isn't performing to the standards this staff is looking for? Now, I want to emphasize something real quick. I'm not saying that Rattler isn't the better quarterback or won't start in week one. I am definitely not saying that. But what I am saying is this. Rattler has more arm talent than any quarterback on this roster. No one can deny that. But there's other factors that aren't being mentioned enough that should be brought up more often by everyone, including myself. The first point being that this will be Rattler's first time ever running a pro-style offense, which means there's more complex verbiage. There's an emphasis on communication and diagnosing the defense pre-snap, or at least a bigger emphasis. And of course, it is a much bigger and vast playbook in terms of all the different sets and formations you may have. Much more so compared to the air raid, which is all about the execution of plays. You can have a high volume of reps with multiple individual plays over and over and over again in practice you'll be running the same concepts but just in different formations and the playbook can literally be the size of a note card so very big differences here that Spencer Rattler is having to deal with in terms of the scheme at South Carolina and this is also his first time ever playing with this group of players and under this set of coaches He doesn't have the volume of reps with anyone on the offense outside of Stogner in terms of getting the timing down on passing plays. He doesn't have the long-term relationship with most of the guys on this offense. He doesn't know how Coach Satterfield is going to call plays during a live game against another opponent and how quickly he'll mentally need to be ready for the next play. These are factors that cannot be discounted by anyone, including myself, like I mentioned earlier. And when thinking about it, Doty has a leg up on Rattler in these specific facets. Now, while these comments could potentially mean 
that Rattler is having a harder time adjusting to this new offense than what the fans and media have been led on to believe. When you go back to Coach Satterfield's comments regarding the offensive line and their pass protection in both of these sound bites, that spells, in my eyes, the most trouble to me. And here's the reason why. To say that they'll have to be unique in pass protection implies, at least to me, that Satterfield and Rattler are going to have to find ways through both their play calling and, in Rattler's case, his on-field play, to work around the potential lack of pass protection that this offensive line provides in 2022. And, of course, no one was expecting this offensive line to turn around in 2022 and potentially win the Joe Moore Award, which goes to the best offensive line in the entire country or anything like that. No one was expecting that. But the issue with South Carolina's offensive line this past season was that they didn't even get average play out of them. Quite frankly, the play was below average and sometimes well below average. And with unique pass protections, getting back to my point here, we're talking about bootleg and rollout play action passes, which basically means that Rattler's faking handoffs to South Carolina's running backs and then either rolling out to the side in which he is faking the handoff or then turning around and going back to the opposite side away from where that fake handoff took place. That is what a play action rollout or bootleg looks like. You can also see tight ends Travion Keenan and Nate Atkins in two tight end sets to help set the edges by performing some chip blocks on defensive ends. Basically going in there and literally chipping off the defensive end, just giving one real solid blow to help out the offensive tackles in terms of defending them in pass pro. And basically, to sum up everything I just mentioned, those kinds of plays would be used in order to help Rattler bide some more time, get on the move, and utilize him to his strengths, which is throwing off platform, throwing on the run, running outside of the pocket, and then going off balance to make a throw from that point on. And I mentioned back in segment one that this could be why Marcus Satterfield said they'll need Doty to win more games this season, because... You know, if this offensive line cannot help protect Spencer Rattler, and I've mentioned this before with Spencer Rattler, Spencer is not a guy who is a dual-threat quarterback. That is not his play style. Now, he can scramble out of the pocket to extend plays, and he can also scramble sometimes to actually try and gain some yardage. And you really saw him do this in his redshirt freshman campaign at Oklahoma in 2020. But that's not Spencer Rattler's preferred play style. Spencer wants to be able to sit back in the pocket, especially this year in terms of trying to really elevate his draft stock, and wants to be able to try and get a pass thrown down the field, give his receivers a chance to make a play on the ball. And so because of this, besides the fact that he did add supposedly 10, 15 pounds of muscle this past offseason to help him with the physicality of SEC defenses, this offensive line is going to have to hold up their end of the bargain. They are going to have to really make sure that they stay in front of their guys. Because if they don't, and they allow defenses to basically just take shot after shot after shot at Spencer Rattler in multiple games this upcoming season, then Rattler could undoubtedly get banged up or, you know, worst case scenario, get a moderate to severe injury at some point. And last year, there was even times where Luke Doty, and granted, he had a broken bone in his right foot, but even he could not get away from the consistent pass rush that some of these SEC defenses were getting against South Carolina's offense. And the worst part about all these comments from Marcus Satterfield last Thursday is that these comments come 
in spite of the fact that there's been a lot of talk regarding how hard this offensive line has worked this offseason, how much they know things have to get better. And I have no doubt that that's the case. And that's why this makes me worry. That's why these comments from Marcus Satterfield are really starting to make me look back at the expectations I've sort of set on this offense, on the offensive line, and Spencer Rattler heading into next year. And it's making me start to wonder, am I thinking that they could take too big of a jump? Do I need to temper my expectation levels a little bit? And obviously, again, this could just be one press conference where Marcus Satterfield said a couple of comments that really just happened to be eye-catching, but he didn't actually maybe mean to word it the way that he did. And it was just something innocent, and we will move on from it. That could totally be the case. In all honesty, I kind of hope that that is the case. Because if it is not, then South Carolina's offensive line and subsequently South Carolina's quarterbacks and the offense and passing game as a whole could be in for another long season in 2022. All right, welcome back to the final segment of today's Monday edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your team every single day. So for the final segment of today's show, I wanted to address a potential beef that has now developed between Kentucky head football coach Mark Stoops and South Carolina head football coach Shane Beamer. Now, my overall point I'm going to make to start off this entire conversation is Mark Stoops clearly made his remarks in reference to Shane Beamer's Turn My Swag On video and is jealous of the attention that South Carolina is getting despite where both teams currently stand. So you may be sitting there and wondering to yourself, what has happened up to this point? Well, back on August 16th on Twitter, the SEC Network put out a video of a conversation between Marty Smith and Ryan McGee, the two co-hosts of the show Marty and McGee on the SEC Network, and Kentucky head football coach Mark Stoops. And when Stoops was asked about what the best part was about what he had built at Kentucky, his answer included what seemed to be a shot over the bow at Shane Beamer. Here's a quick soundbite of his answer from the original tweet. You know, I, I think ultimately it's the, you know, the respect throughout the league when you're dealing with coaches and players. You know, win or lose, you walk out and you know you're going to be in for a physical matchup. You know, that, that we're coming to play, we're coming to compete, and having that mindset. Because that's not easy to change. Right. You know, I've talked years ago about climate versus culture. You know, it's easy to change a climate. You know, you just change a uniform, talk a little game, dance around, put on some stupid sunglasses, and (laughs) you could change a climate. But to change a culture is at the core. Right. And I'm quite certain we changed our culture. And those were Coach Mark Stoops' comments at SEC Media Days when this was originally taped. Now, I will say... I did never address this last week because of everything that was going on with South Carolina in terms of the Welcome Home TV miniseries, all the recruiting stuff that had been taking place, and I just felt like in the moment that that stuff was more important to talk about originally. But to get my quick thoughts on what Coach Mark Stoops said, objectively speaking, I personally would have been fine with what he said in terms of changing the climate versus changing the culture, because quite honestly... It was pretty profound what he said, and I don't really have an argument for the actual substance that he gave in his answer to Marty Smith and Ryan McGee of the SEC Network. But to specifically mention, quote, dance around and put on some stupid sunglasses at SEC Media Days, on the same day Coach Shane Beamer was there, 
and the same day had released the viral Soldier Boy video and everything. Anyone who understands how to use context clues could look at this and say, there's absolutely, unequivocally, no freaking way that had nothing to do with Shane Beamer. It is very clear that it had a lot to do with Shane. And I think for multiple reasons. Firstly, Shane is inherently charismatic with the way he carries himself and how he runs the football program. Mark Stoops doesn't really come off that way to people outside of Kentucky's fan base. And that's not to say that Mark Stoops is a boring person or anything like that. It's just that in terms of just having people automatically gravitate towards him, Shane Beamer just has more of an ability in terms of that with his influence to other fans that are in South Carolina's fan base and, of course, fans outside of the fan base as well. And Coach Shane Beamer also led South Carolina to a 7-6 record last year, despite the multiple obstacles he had to deal with that would have made a lot of other first-year head coaches crumble, quite honestly. And combining my last point with everything the Gamecocks have done this offseason, and South Carolina has a lot of momentum working in their favor right now, which whether other teams like Kentucky want to admit or not, they can't help but take notice of. And the weird thing about this entire statement and ordeal is Mark Stoops is talking about staying in his lane regarding the situation with John Calipari when Calipari said that Kentucky was a basketball school. And Kentucky's getting by far the most preseason love, honestly, they've ever gotten in my whole lifetime. And I'm just in my early 20s from an age standpoint. Yet despite all of that, Coach Mark Stoops felt the need to make that subtle jab that clearly was referring to Coach Shane Beamer at SEC Media Days. Now, according to an article written by On3's Andrew Graham from this previous Saturday, Mark Stoops at a press conference would address the remarks for the first time since the video was posted on Twitter, saying, quote, I'm glad you brought that up, John, because it had nothing to do with Shane Beamer. It had to do with me. What I did when I got here, I was the one that changed the helmets. And heck, I wore a blue-collar shirt in the meetings. I wore a hard hat. I did anything I could. So I was talking about me. It had nothing to do with Shane Beamer. He would continue on by saying, quote, I like Shane, and I have no business talking about anybody else. You know that. We went through this before. So I didn't, I really, that's just not my style. You've known me for 10 years. If I'm going to say something to somebody, I'll say it. I wasn't even talking about Shane at all. I didn't even know what people were talking about. First of all, yeah, sure you didn't. You had no idea what people were talking about. I find it funny he threw that in there at the end. Uh, based off these comments, it's pretty clear that Stoops decided to use some good old-fashioned self-deprecation and some references to his reputation of what he has done to try and sweep these comments under the rug because he does not want this to be a storyline that carries into the football season. And based on what Coach Shane Beamer said two days ago at Gamecock Central's kickoff party event at Steel Hands Brewery over in Casey, he's taken a bit of exception to the comments from Coach Mark Stoops. And in a tweet that was posted by Gamecock Central's Kendall Smith, who was at the event, Coach Shane Beamer said, quote, Make no mistake about it, the climate in our facility is hot right now, but the culture is a hell of a lot hotter. So overall, here are my final points on this entire, uh, I don't really even want to say beef, but I guess this 
sort of a situation that has brewed between Coach Mark Stoops and Coach Shane Beamer. Uh, Mark Stoops and Kentucky have gotten pretty brazen in terms of their series with South Carolina in recent memory. For those who remember the South Carolina-Kentucky game from last year, after they won the football game, the Kentucky Wildcats played and mimicked or mocked, however you want to put it, Sandstorm in their locker room after the game, including towels and everything, and posting it on social media. And now you have these comments that are being made by head coach Mark Stoops regarding coach Shane Beamer and what he's been doing with South Carolina's social media team recently. So to save all the talk about this year's South Carolina-Kentucky game, because I'll be making my season prediction later this week, and I'll have plenty to talk about with Kentucky when that game week arrives, I'll just say this. If Shane Beamer is living rent-free in Coach Mark Stoops' head as far as that video is concerned, well, I would take that as he's doing something right, and he's making the program relevant again. The old saying is, if you're not relevant or you don't mean anything to anybody, nobody else is talking about you. But of course, if the exact opposite is taking place, then you are doing something whether it is a good thing or a bad thing that other people are taking notice of. So, overall, we should be patient as a fan base, admittedly. But we also should take these kind of moments to see and acknowledge where this program is heading. And right now, that is in the right direction. So with that being said, y'all, that is going to do it for me on today's show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. I hope that y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show. As always, what are y'all's thoughts on Coach Marcus Satterfield's comments? Again, do you think that I'm making way too much out of the comments that were made? Or, based on what was said and throwing those two comments together, do you think that there's something to this? Do you think something's going on behind the scenes? Whether it be with Spencer Rattler's play at quarterback in practice in the scrimmages or the offensive line's pass protection, that there could be some red flags with this offense that are playing out right now. And then what are your thoughts on what's happened between Mark Stoops and Shane Beamer? Do you think that Coach Mark Stoops' comments were a clear shot at Shane Beamer? And then what did you make of Coach Mark Stoops and what he said regarding his original comments, trying to say that he wasn't talking about Shane Beamer at all. And of course, what Coach Shane Beamer said at Steelhands Brewery just a couple days back. I want to hear all of y'all's thoughts on all of these topics down below in the comments section if you're watching this on YouTube. But of course, if you're listening to this on an audio podcast app, wherever you get your podcast daily, you can also feel free to shoot me a message at a lion underscore SC on Twitter, and I'll be sure to respond to any replies or comments that you have for me as quickly as I see them. And if you've enjoyed the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast and you want to get more news on the entire SEC conference, then make Lockdown SEC your second listen every day, where host Chris Gordy and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the entire SEC in just 30 minutes. So again, make Lockdown SEC your second listen after, of course, the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. But once again, y'all, that's going to do for me on today's show. Hope that y'all have a great rest of your Monday and a fantastic start to the work week. And we're less than two weeks away from a Carolina kickoff under the lights in Williams-Brice. It's about to get real fun, y'all. I'll catch y'all on the next show of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. <laughs>